guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Beard Man. And the Bald Eagle. Ah, oh, man, I brought some grit. Come on. <laughs> I, have, I had no grit to oh, bring. There goes that eagle. <laughs> Bring me something right from the right from the depths of manliness, like like hokey radio jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me something. And the bald eagle. Yes, you can do better. One, <laughs> one more pass. Hold on, let me let me throw it to you one more time. Um, all right, uh, ready to do something. Um, so put some seatbelts on your ears. Digga 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 digga. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Beard Man. And the bald eagle. Ooh, coming at you live on the drive at five. <laughs> How are you, Lucas? There we go. I'm doing pretty good. And yourself? I'm fine. It dawned on me. Uh, did, is your wife hearing what you're saying with no context of what's going on? Because I just watched yeah, her walk by is, you smiling. She is chuckling away at our super cool antics. <laughs> you must have, when you, when you, when you talk to her about coming on the podcast, how do you pitch it to her? Do you pitch it like, this is to help the children? <laughs> I I just I I pitch it as, you know, it's like me and him playing video games, except for not. And she's like, yeah, I guess it's all the same to me. And I'd like to think we're doing some good out there. I would I think so. I mean, we we've we've had we've heard a person or two say that we're being helpful. Yeah, we've had some emails and we've had a couple of reviews and things like that. Mm-hmm. I we've guess I just fan. what's that? We've got fan. We have fan, and then fan multiplied, and we had two fan. Ooh. Uh, and there's a rumor of a third fan. Uh, so you're doing all right. You know, it dawned on me, or I, I had this thought the other day when I was thinking about the podcast, it's been so long now that we've been calling ourselves beer man and the bald Eagle. I wonder if people remember that our names are Brad and Lucas, <laughs> you know, res- respectively. Maybe it's like, you know, superheroes. We're trying to protect our actual identities. And these are just the ones that we can be foolish with and whatnot. And uh, yeah, you know, you, you never know. It could be like that. Um, <clears throat> Actually, it's funny uh, talking about my week. I was I um, at my last period of the day. I'm not teaching, but I do have two students in my office with me, uh, working on like a kind of like an independent study type thing. Sure. And uh, and um, one of them was telling me he's all excited because he and like his best buddy are moving in uh, together uh, for university. Fun. And I said I said, oh, you know that is a ton of fun. I have been there. But let me just give you a little word of warning. <laughs> I said, you know, you're going to want to set some ground rules. You're going to want to figure out who's the neat one and who's the messy one. Because no matter how messy you both are or clean you both are, one of you is by definition still the messy one and still the clean one. Mm-hmm. And you set those ground rules, figure that out. I said, it's just like getting married, you know. It's all fun and games till someone has to wash the dishes and take out the garbage. And then it doesn't get so fun. Remember when we hired somebody to come to the apartment and... And do our dishes from the from the university. We hired. We, oh, that's right. We did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because it was a disaster. <laughs> I gave the example of uh, liberate. We we thought it'd be fun to liberate a garbage can from the McDonald's parking lot, and then we got it home, and it was all cool. Like, look how cool we are. And uh, but then there, we couldn't find any garbage bags big enough for it. But none of us were thoughtful enough to not put garbage in it. So we just filled it full of garbage and then it just sat there full of garbage for like six months. And then eventually we, I think we took it back to the same McDonald's and just left it there one night. 
we're we're not condoning any of those actions. We were young, Certainly not young and foolish, young and foolish, yep. big time. I I like the words you used, liberate. Yes. Oh uh, shoot. Well, Lucas, we uh, we've t- we've talked enough of about our weeks, and <laughs> we're done here. We're done That's here. What saying, um, why don't you walk <laughs> us into this episode and bring us the hypothetical this week? All right. Well, uh, I apologize if this one's not up to regular standards. I just came, uh, I just had to make one up off the dome. You made this? Uh, this is your own hypothetical? This is from my own, yeah, from between my ears. Uh, so we'll see if it's any good. Um, you can only eat three things for the rest of your life. Now, you can cook them any way you want, combine them any way you want. And I am allowing for spices and sauces, but you only get the same three base ingredients. What will they be? Straight up, I'm confused, uh, and probably gonna go hungry if this is if this is what's happening because I don't know what I can can and cannot do. Like, okay, let me give you. I'll hold, give you an example. Hold on, is mustard a sauce? Yes. Okay, because mustard is zero points on Weight Watchers. Just saying. So right off the bat, getting skinny. That's a win right there. That's a win. <laughs> um, okay, so I can only eat three things. So is a hot dog a thing? A hot dog would be a hot dog in a bun. That's two things. Well, I didn't say that. Don't nope. add things. Oh, I see what you're saying because a hot dog is actually like an amount. It's like basically a zoo. Um, yeah, no. Uh, a hot dog, we count that as one thing. We're going to count that. Okay. So a hot dog is one thing. And if you put mustard on it, are you free and clear? Like for all like the mustard relish and ketchups? Or do yep, they count towards the thing? Still just one thing. But you said you would allow sauce. Oh, you just mean you'll allow sauces to be included in this ri- yes. ridiculous... Limiting I mean, list. It would be extremely hard if you're not allowed to like spice them at all, like just bland three things. So I thought to make it a little more interesting, you can sauce them and spice them any way you see fit, but you can only have three things. I'm still so confused. I get, <laughs> okay, I'm going to pick my three things now. Okay, okay. ready? Hot yeah. dog, lobster, Done. yeah, potato. Okay. <laughs> of course you're going to pick potato. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hold, now, hold, now, now, am I done or do I have more options? Well, you're done, but I mean, you can talk about the different ways you would serve it. I mean, I'm a little bit worried for you. There's only so many ways you can gussy up a hot dog, and it's still a hot dog at the end of the day. Well, no, that's uh, that's that's my point. My point is this: is I have three things, and I've chosen them. But then you say I get I can spice them or get sauces. So am yes. I am I allowed to put ketchup and mustard on this hot dog, or is it just is it just plain, not with nothing, just out there? Uh, yes, that's, well, sorry, you can have it that way, or if you want, you can have it with, you can sauce it up if you want, or you can have it just plain. But then if I sauce it up, do I have to get rid of the lobster and potato? Let's say I want no, two no, sauces. No, no, like, sorry, the way you have three basic things, so whatever things you want, and then on top of that, like, you can, you can mix those three things together, you can do it however you want, you can also put, like, for example, if I had steak, I could put steak seasoning on it. That's that's a freebie. Um, or I could put, you know, Worcestershire on it or whatever that is. I'm sorry? Uh, I don't know. Isn't there like a weird sauce in steakhouses? Worcestershire? A1 sauce. It's A1, buddy. Is it uh, Worcestershire? So that, sh- sh- something, sh- from sure. the, something from the Shire. Something from the Shire. Yeah, so basically, now it's tricky because, I mean, relish is technically like deconstructed pickles or whatever. But exactly. I'm just trying to, I'm trying not to be too uh, persnickety about it. So three base things. Okay. And then you can mix and match as needed. Well, and these are the only thing for the rest of your life. So you've yep. you've really got to think this through because you need uh, you need to have protein. You need to have I, I think like 
there there is good carbs. Like you need to have some carbs. Mm-hmm. Am I right? And then I don't know. Who knows? Oh. One day, one week, yes. One week, no. Well, if I ever looked at that new, I still don't know what it's called. The health Canada food. Canada food guide. Canada uh, food guide. Hold on, no. don't don't you interrupt me. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm looking at I'm looking at a protein. So uh, we're not we're gonna get rid of the hot dog because that's just not it. So mm. uh, like if you're gonna go for a pure protein, uh, do you want to go eggs? Because if you go eggs, you have a ton mm. of different ways of making them, right? That's true. You do. Okay, so eggs. What's funny is you that you got like, scrambled. What, you got poached. You well, got over easy. My brain. It's funny because my brain was all in like the steaks and stuff, and I was still thinking steak when I said the word eggs. <laughs> so somehow my subconscious knew what needed to happen. I was literally going like, okay, uh, I'm going to get, would steak be better? And then I thought, no, tuna. And then all of a sudden, eggs came out. All right. So eggs. Uh, then, okay, but eggs are protein, but are they also something else? Is uh, They're eggs. Yeah, okay. Uh, eggs. Um, so protein's taken care of. You need to, you needs to get your carbs. So I guess... Again, potatoes, there's lots of ways to make them. You, mm-hmm. you know, you can bake them, you can fry them, you can uh, mash them. Mash them? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, personal favorite. All right. So, so far I've got them. eggs and potatoes. Uh, so we got, I'm making eggs breakfast. Is- <laughs> I'm making breakfast. <laughs> eggs, potatoes. <laughs> See, I want something that's a treat. If it's the rest of my life, like. The you- problem is nothing will ever be a treat if you only have three of them. You're not going to get treats anymore. But that's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to think of what what is something that can be eaten in tons of different ways. You know, you could get chocolate and you could melt it. You could freeze it. You could eat it in a stand. I realize that these are just talking about hot room temperature and, and <laughs> yeah. cold variations of the same you thing. You can inhale it as a gas. You can. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so so I got, all right. I just feel like adding bacon because it just, it rounds the breakfast up. But <laughs> eggs got protein potatoes we got our carbs and some starch uh oh can i this is eating do i get to drink whatever um not like you can't like put stuff in the blender and drink it that way but like you know you get your normal standard drinks so yeah sure okay so like if i wanted let's say milk can i have milk lucas (sighs) Uh yeah i'll give you milk yes all right, because now I can do whipped potatoes and I can do a nice fluffy scramble. Oh, it's going to be so good. I would have counted that as like a condiment sort of thing anyway. I would have allowed that. What about butter? Even if I didn't let you drink it. Because when, when, I, when I said lobster earlier, I thought, well, I would want butter with lobster. So what about butter? Where does butter flow? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not a monster. You're going to be able to have some butter. We got butter? Yeah, butter. Man, these eggs are getting butter by the instant. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Uh Okay, if I've got milk and butter and I've got eggs and potato, I'm just trying to think, what can I make? Now, remember, you can't use that milk as part of, like, cereal. I guess you don't have cereal anyway. No. You can drink it as a drink or to add to something, but it can't be, like, a staple. Okay, I need one last thing, man. I need – I'm so close. So you're doing eggs. You're doing – A potato. A potato. I re- I really feel like I need some kind of meat, even I though say a meat would be nice. Yeah, even even though eggs are bringing in that protein, I really feel like you need you need something to chew on, because then if yeah. you bring in a meat, you can. There's all kinds of different ways to cook it. You can jerky that thing if you want, right? You can omelet it. You could omelet it. I, I hear that. What? I I repeated what you just said as though I understood it. 
<laughs> yeah, you could you could you could mix that into that omelet. Um, yeah. You could uh, what 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 you can. Um, did I already say? I said you could jerky it, cook it sous vide. Like there's all kinds of different cooking ways, right? With this meat of having it in different you, styles. You're gonna have to really lean into cooking styles to really get the most out of these three things. I, I agree, but you get the seasonings. You get all the seasonings, so it doesn't matter. So I'm gonna go with with a, a ribeye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, rib mm-hmm, rib mm-hmm, eye steak, mm-hmm. and then that's too much protein. So I gotta start backtrack. But eggs and steak again, good breakfast. Look, there we go. I've made my breakfast because they do steak and eggs, and then I've got my hash browns right there, and mm-hmm. and Gordon Ramsay, not a sponsor, <laughs> and then I salt and pepper for lunch. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think Gordon Ramsay likes to finish mm. a steak off with butter. Uh, oh yes. So we've got I've, the we've got the butter. I saw that for the first time a few weeks ago. I was at a friend's and he was barbecue and he was just laying the butter to that steak and it was delicious. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, the only thing I didn't really get in this was a vegetable. I, I mean, technically, I guess I got the potato, but, you, you know, or like fruit. You, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. some stuff that's, because that's, you got to get that stuff. Yeah. <sighs> it's tough, eh? It is tough, but I've done it. Whoa, ho, 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 ho. Can I use mayo as a sauce? Uh, I'll allow it. Because mayo is made from eggs. It'd be real weird if you just ate mayo uh, as your one of your items. But yeah, I'll give you mayo. Oh, ketchup? Yeah, man, all condiments, buddy. Anything okay, well, ketchup's tomatoes. Ketchup's tomatoes. I'm just trying to yeah, figure out how to work it's other things sauce, into my though. diet. Yeah, you're yeah, going to do but... way better than I am in this challenge. All right, go, go ahead. I turn it over to you. I've chosen... Chosen what? Oh, What's your final three. People are so sick of hearing me say the same thing now. <laughs> I, I have chosen eggs. I have chosen, uh, now I forget. I've chosen eggs. I've chosen potatoes. And I've chosen steak. Steak? Yeah, I like it. Um, and, but then I'm getting fancy on, I'm, I, I got to get those condiments in that are that are based around uh, some different vegetables to, yeah, you know, yeah. to really. Your guns to need that. Your guns to need that. Goods to need it. Uh, for me, it's funny because I had potatoes on my list because, again, they're really like uh, – they're such a clutch player that you can put them in any position. You know, you get the fries, you get the whip, you get the mash, you get it all. Um, Sugar so beets. I'm going to go with that. Um, I've heard you can make potato pancakes. I don't know if that's a thing. That I've is heard a of it. thing. Uh, I mean, you would know. You're from the island. Um, so that uh, – I think I had chosen chicken, although I was also tempted to just do like beef – Cause you can turn it into hamburger, you can That's turn right. it into steaks, you can turn it. Into, you know what I mean? Like you got some, you got some flexibility there. Um, but see, now all this talk is making me really like homesick for fruit and vegetables, which I'm normally not that big into. But I, the idea of not having them forever make bums me right out. Um, so I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, and you know what? It's 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 hard to pick as a main item, but I would really struggle without it. Two, two things, cheese whoa, and peanut butter and bread. I mean, all of those things, I would miss them a lot. Um, so I'm going to go with, I okay, I'm going to make this fast because you took half an hour on yours. Uh, I'm going to go with <laughs> potatoes. I am going to go with uh, uh, chicken because you can do it like, you know, chicken wings, fried chicken, you know, uh, chicken breast. You, you got some flexibility there. You can sauce them many ways. You can grind it up and make it like into tacos and stuff. Well, I guess I can't because I don't have anything else, but still. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to. If you can do potato <sighs> pancakes, you can definitely do a potato shell. 
for a chicken taco. Oh, yeah, you're right. I could figure something out. I'll have a lot of time to figure it out. And uh, I, I'm kind of kicking my grapes, maybe. Uh, I don't know. They're so one-dimensional. They're so one-dimensional. What are you going to yeah. do with those? I can peel them or I can pop them right in. <laughs> uh, okay, just for the record, let's take this thing to a stop just so I can tell you the best way to eat grapes, which is you freeze them until they're about like five minutes from being frozen solid and they're slush, slush, slush grapes. Oh, Oh man, I want some of those right now. Anyway, uh, you know what? I'm gonna not to be a, a copycat, but I think I'm gonna go eggs as well. So eggs and potatoes yep. and chicken. So I'm only one off from you. Uh, you although I was kind of tempted to do rice instead of potatoes, but I think potatoes just too versatile. And rice would get uh, rice gets boring immediately. Real quick. I, I mean, real quick. Rice seems like a good idea always until it's set in front of you and you realize, oh shoot, I picked rice. <laughs> That's right. And and they they'll mix it up with like something that's brown and that well good news that's just more rice does it taste more like rice? rice yep what do we call it brown rice what does it taste rice. like rice rice enjoy variety brown rice not chocolate though no nope. uh so there you go so that's that's so, so you know that wasn't too bad well I guess you know our our listener will have to decide if it was a good one <laughs> or not but uh, it certainly got us talking so I'm I'm proud of it it did now the internet's also asking questions. And uh, this one comes from Yahoo, Lucas, as you're familiar. And it says this, what can the moon be compared to? Hi there. I'm doing homework and we're supposed to write a poem on the moon. I believe they mean about the moon. I was going to say, that's a long travel. (laughs) Anyway, it must be compared to something like a metaphor and it can't be a cookie. I just, I want to stop here and just sit here for a second before we go to their update because they've updated their post. Have you ever compared the moon to a cookie? Lucas, I'm asking. Me? Have you have you ever looked at the moon uh, and thought, cookie? No, cookie. no I have not. No, I have not. I bet you Haven't. that I bet you Sesame Street has. Yeah, it's gotta. Right, Cookie Monster, that guy looking up at the moon. <laughs> I can just see it now. Anyway, update. Hi there. I'm doing homework and we're supposed to write a poem again on the moon. It must be compared to something metaphor and it can't be a cookie. There should also be two stanzas where one is about it disappearing and one is about it reappearing. Uh, that is the question. What can the moon be compared to? Uh, you started to write what naturally popped into my head and yep. then I sang it to you when you came on you the did. call. You uh, did. Yeah, it was it was lovely. And it's uh it's it's the it's the song when when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's, that's amore. amore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, it's it's right there in the song. But the 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 uh, part about it having to talk about it, you know, uh, disappearing and reappearing, all that kind of thing. All I could think about is, you know, when people, you know how when, when the moon's just a sliver, I've heard people call it a fingernail. Mm-hmm. And I say that one time, I was like, oh, it's a little fingernail. And someone beside me was like, that is disgusting. Like it grossed them right out that I called it a fingernail. <laughs> and I was like, but it, it does. Like, I, I don't understand. I, I don't know how it grossed them out so much. But, you know, it's like, you know, you you kind of, you know, you, you're nibbling away and it gets smaller and smaller. And finally you just have a little sliver left. And, uh, oh, yeah, you're not liking that either, I guess. No, but, no. Uh, it yeah, was... and, and it regrows. You know, it takes about a month and it regrows, you know, your your fingernail, just like the moon. Hmm? I was I totally I was totally cool until you started talking about nibbling on it. <laughs> I was thinking of, like, just nail clippers, just clipping your nail. I guess. Now, have you ever had a nail fall off or, like, or die? 
Uh, yeah, when I was in grade five, a basketball, you would bring up this trauma, childhood trauma. When I was in grade five, I was uh, asked to move a basketball cart, you know, those like long skinny things with like a thousand basketballs on it. Yep. Anyway, I pulled it the wrong way and it fell and I jumped out of the way and I mostly made it except for the fact that it landed right on my toenail, right on the nail bed. Uh, sorry, you have a question? You moved it the wrong way? Okay, here's the thing. Um, I assumed it would have omnidirectional wheels where you could pull it any which way. But apparently, uh, Sussex Corner Elementary School could not, not afford the, the fancy ones. And uh, they had ones that only went one direction, omnidirectional. No. Unidirectional. No. Unidirectional, yes. So when I pulled it out straight, uh, instead of gliding towards me like silk, it fell over. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I jumped back. Also on like silk, and it landed directly on my toenail, got real gross, and eventually, a few weeks later, after flapping around for a while, it fell off, and then it grew back into the beautiful toenail that you know and love oh, from we, our days apartmenting together. And we talked about it. Uh, was that last week on on the podcast that we talked about yeah, it? No, we it was definitely two. We two definitely weeks ago. brought it up. <laughs> Two weeks ago, we t- it's funny how that fingernail keeps coming back, much like the moon. Let's bring it. <laughs> let's bring it around. Uh, well, I, I just I can see the whole fingernail thing. I lost uh, I lost my fingernail on my ring finger. Actually, I'm not sure if you remember this, but when we we lived in a couple of different places, and when we moved into West Lane, remember that place, that house on uh, West Lane? Yes, I do. And we turned that entire house into an airsoft arena. Oh yeah, that was great. Those like people were going down the stairs in sleeping bags with airsoft guns so they wouldn't get hit and and we, basically throwing themselves down the stairs. Very yeah, much I so. remember. So I went down the stairs and someone was coming around the corner at the bottom of the stairs so I jumped off the like the railing. I jumped off the railing which was on my right and I hopped over it. And when I came down on the floor, my hand hit the uh, the thermostat that was on the wall. And like just whipped my my hand into that, and so my nail died. But it died little by little by little by little. And oh, really? It was like a slow death. It was like a slow death. And Uh. and I'm not gonna get into it, but there was like, it didn't all die. And I had to cut. I had to cut off healthy nail that was attached. Oh, gross, Rooney. Yeah, it was. It was not pleasant. Um, but I just remember that happening and my fingernail went black and died and, and, and it made me think of the moon. I really got to bring this back. <laughs> really? Baby. There you go. <clears throat> Happened at night when the moon was out. Yeah. yeah the, the moon was there, uh, <laughs> black, like the moon when it's not there, I got nothing. I so pizza pie to me makes the most sense because you think of a pizza and it's, you know, it disappears and. And, and then you put in your order again, another reappears. Of course, not quite in, you know, stages. They don't bring yes. your pizza in stages like the moon. That would be the worst <laughs> way to serve a pizza. It would. Here's your crust, sir. Enjoy. No, you eat. I will bring the rest of it. I will. the crust. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that we could give this person to? And should we write the two stanzas for them? Uh, certainly not. I would say not. Um, but... I'm trying to think because it's kind of what, okay. I'm colorblind. What color is the moon? Like grayish, whitish. You know, Lucas. It it depends on whether it's a blood moon or oh, blood moon. Yeah, right. Now that we yeah. we would assume is kind of it's it's kind of reddish, orangish. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but like a but general general standard moon is kind of a gray, yellowish. You know, it's in in that. Mm-hmm. So what about cheese? 
Huh? Cheese. A wheel of cheese. Made of green cheese. Yes, green cheese. Cream cheese. No, I said green cheese. Oh, s- sorry. I thought you said cream cheese. I'm like, we are so not on the same page on this one. But yes, it would be like a wheel of Gouda. You know what? Or, that- as, or as one, list, or as one uh, guest said, halloum. Halloum. Well, you know what? We spent enough time on this. That's Gouda enough for me. Let's move on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for our Not A Sponsor break, the part of the show where we highlight a product that we feel does it better than anybody else, but they won't support us financially. Nobody does it I'm sure you've heard me say this from time to time, but I am an avid video gamer. I enjoy video game culture and I enjoy video game conversation and all kinds of different things. I just I just enjoy video games. You know what I, I, I also enjoy? Socks. Are you surprised? And my wife was able to combine the two things, one that I'm passionate about, the other, you know, I put my soul into, um, and in, in, into these quote-unquote gaming socks. And, and if you were to look underneath my socks, it says, one sock says, do not disturb. The other one says, I'm gaming. And you know what? My kids who also love to video game, and maybe I'm on the Xbox, and they're like, Dad, can I have the Xbox? But I'm on the Xbox. Now, instead of having to actually address my children, you know, verbally and, and talk with them about why they need to wait, I just toss my feet up in the air, and I say, do not disturb. I'm gaming. And you know what website made that possible? Wish. Wish Wish.com made these gaming socks a reality for me. Now, maybe you don't know what Wish is, but Wish is an e-commerce platform that lets users shop millions of products at deep discounts on their mobile phone. You can also do it uh, through your PC. They have over 500 million users across the world, from Russia to Brazil to the United States to the far corners of the globe. Does a globe have corners? And you know what? All of those 5 million users, myself included and my wife included, love their products. Wish is the sixth largest e-commerce company in the world, and they are shooting for number one. So look out. I have to assume Amazon. Not really sure who number one is. Zellers. Look out, Zellers. Wish.com is coming for you. They're number six right now, but they're going to start climbing. You know what? I have really enjoyed these socks, and my wife gets all kinds of different things that we would normally buy at different stores at discounts with Wish. And in my opinion, nobody does it best at saving me money and getting me gaming socks than Wish.com. Not a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move into our questions that Christians can't answer. love that as a title don't you lucas i do you really need to make up some kind of like you know musical stinger or something that comes in when you say it oh i'm gonna i'm gonna try to come up with that uh and then i'll add it in in post and we'll see we'll see what we could come up with but yeah musical stinger for sure uh (laughs) here's the question that's on the website that that you and i as christians just do not have lucas an answer for isn't it nice it just feels good to get put in your place because, you know, it does. It's, it's good to know where you stand and who you are and what you don't know. Yeah. And that there yep. is not an answer. Right. What's the point of nope. looking if there's no answer? Obviously, if some guy asks it on the Internet, how can I possibly answer? He must know. Right. Exactly. I, I, I love how we bait people on the Internet with these like, you know, 10 things you didn't know existed. <laughs> look for <laughs> look out for number seven. You know, like they make sure you get all the way through and. 
And these are like the questions Christians can't answer. And then the can't just, just, no matter what, no matter. It's just begging us to come at this. <laughs> but again, in case this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, these questions are put out there apparently that we as Christians don't have answers to. They're supposed to be these tough questions. And uh, we've decided instead of doing a lot of research and, and, and pre-work on them to just take them at face value and answer them as though someone walked up to us, put us in our place, told us what we can't do, and, uh-huh. and then we formulate our response, which is kind of, I think, maybe the word apologetics. Uh, we are, we're giving a defense for what we believe in. Now, I will say that, you know what? Um, I don't know if, does God need us coming to his defense? I think he makes himself pretty evident and the Holy Spirit goes out and speaks to people. However, it is good for us to know what we believe and why we believe. So when these things do come up, then we, we can be ready to give an answer for the hope that's in us. I think I heard that in the intro of our show. Mm, yeah, maybe time or two. Well, Lucas, uh, here's the question. It's why did God make Noah build a Titanic-sized boat when God could have simply spoken a boat into existence? I mean, that's fair because obviously we believe in a God who could just make a boat happen. Like, that's not a huge deal. Um, he, he made the Everglades. He made Mount Everest. He made everything in between. He can make a boat. Uh, so, but really it's, it's about letting us be a part of it, right? Like, right. and the journey is, as you learn sometimes more in the journey than you do in the destination, you know, and, and putting in the work and, and being obedient, right? He was giving Noah the option to be obedient and actually do what he asked them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, God wants us to do his work for him, like on earth, not because he's lazy or not because he can't do it, but because he wants us to be part of something bigger. Um, kind of an example I was thinking of, and it might be too simple, but like my five-year-old Esther, who's, you know, come and interrupted the show a time or two, um, she loves baking and she loves to help baking. So she often wants to help her mom cook or me cook or whoever. Um, now, could I make that faster and better without her? Most certainly I could, um, but I let her help even though it's, you know, not as good and not as fast and, you know, like I mean, like Noah building that boat was not as good as God's boat would have been and not certainly not as fast as in boat instantaneously being there. Oh, oh, but, oh I see. I thought you meant the speed of the boat because I was going to ask, <laughs> where was that boat supposed to go in such a hurry? Motorboat. <laughs> no, the construction. Um, but, you know, like we let her help because it helps her grow and helps her develop um, and same thing for, you know, for God, he gives us the opportunity to serve him one, because it's a way we can, you know, worship him if we believe, but also we learn things, uh, you know, people coming back from mission trips, they have always grown so much in their faith, um, because they've had to do this hard, they've been stretched, right. Doing that hard work. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Lucas. I think, and, and I'm seeing a theme in a lot of these questions that are very similar. Like, why did God make people do when he could have done? Why did God ask this question when he already knew the answer type of thing? And it really is about our journey and it's about the growth that we have. And, and Lucas and I were talking about some things earlier um, that we've gone through in life. And some of them for me were not the best and some of them have been. And what I've seen, though, is that there's been this journey that God has brought me on. And there were things that I would have loved to have just been like, hey, God, could you just remove that, please? And it'd be mm. gone in an instant. Did you, ever, did you ever take something for granted that you had that you didn't have to work for? Oh, I, yeah, big time. And, and, and not, that, not that I can work that there's enough work for me to do to get me clean and, you know, righteous and all that, like that comes from God. But, 
but there was a journey that I had to go on and things that he called me to do. There was, there was, a, there was a destination of you know, being free from this certain thing, but there was a journey that I had to go on for my growth and development. So I think that kind of plays in with what Lucas was saying about this growth for Noah and his sons and all that. But now here's what I think is really interesting uh, is that Noah building this boat, people all around would have seen Noah building it. Mm-hmm. And and for, I mean, how long was it? Um, over a hundred years? That would have been a long time. That Noah was building this boat. People would see Noah building this boat and they would go, you know, what are you doing? Well, and, and if you look in the Bible back in Genesis, you know, people lived to be considerably longer back then. And that, this is not a conversation about that. But if you take that at face value, that people were living longer and Moses took over a hundred and some years to build this boat with his sons, there was opportunity for the people that were not going to be on the boat to repent. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I mean, to me, the reason why God used Noah to build this boat was for compassion to his, for his people, um, f- to create an opportunity to restore relationship with them, that there was this period of time where Noah got to preach about something that had never happened. We, did, we talked about this a while ago, and I did look it up. It had never rained on the earth yet. And, uh, right. and so the, you know, Noah's preaching about this rain that's coming and here I'm building this boat cause God told me to, and there's a judgment that's coming and you need to get your life right with God, but understand that judgment is coming. And so it taking all of this time gave the people an opportunity to turn their lives around where had God just built the ark in, in an instant. And then the next moment it rained, they would never have known the, the people would not have known. And if I've seen anything from God is that he makes himself known to his people and he continually gives opportunity and chances. But make no mistake, there is a judgment day coming again that we can see. But, and there was a judgment that came when, uh, when God flooded the earth and Noah had built this boat. Uh, so to me, that's, kinda, that's where I, when I looked at this, I thought this is about an opportunity for people to repent. And then you say, well, okay, if they repented, how come they weren't allowed in the ark? Well, this is not going to be nice, but there are consequences for our sin. And exactly. right, like, um, and, and maybe that's too harsh. And maybe a theologian is listening and is like, no, Brad, you got it all wrong. That's not why. Well, please, uh, shoot me a, shoot me a text, shoot me an email and, and talk to me. Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com. Absolutely. Plug it. Um, cause I am, I am more than willing to, to learn and, and listen. Uh, but just me looking at that, that's, that's where my brain goes. Uh, and so, so th- why did God make Noah build a Titanic sized boat when God could have simply spoken a boat into existence? Lucas, what was yours? <laughs> Uh, because he wants us to be, he wants to give us the opportunity to be a uh, part of his ministry and to you know do his work not because he can't or doesn't want to do it but because he wants to give us that opportunity and for me it was because there was a judgment that was coming and this was yet another opportunity uh, for God to restore relationship with those people but there were still consequences to the sin and 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 all that that entailed. So that that's how I would answer that question. Do you feel that that if that if someone asked you, do you feel like you would have a good answer? I I liked what you said. 
I guess we're trying to yeah. sell, we're trying to validate each other right now. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, like, would they accept it? I don't know, but I'd be happy with my answer. You know, I like, and that's the thing is it, we always get so worried as Christians that we're going to say the wrong thing or, sure. or do the wrong thing. Right. Um, but all we can do is, you know, speak the truth and love with grace and, and it's not on us. It's on the Holy spirit to convict people. And, you could say that and they might say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about and walk away. That's fine. Like that, that's all right. Like, yep. but it doesn't make what I believe any less true. Um, or they, or it could open the door. And again, anytime you're talking with somebody, it, it should always be with a, with kind of a soft heart and, and just saying like, Hey, this is what I believe, you know, this is, and this is why I believe it. Not like, let me, let me hit you with some knowledge, you know, like blah, 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 you know, look, talking down to people. Yeah. I mean, if you want that, just go on Twitter. You'll get plenty of that. Ugh. Uh, so um, but if you want to actually reach people, like no one's ever been argued into salvation, right? I, I was just going to, I'm glad you said it because I was going there. <laughs> I sniped it. Um, yeah. And that, so it's, keep that in mind. And that's no one's ever, you know, like I said, no one's ever been argued in. And I, and I would think a lot of people haven't even been logicked into it. It's, it's usually a heart situation that's really happening. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would completely agree. I mean, we have reason and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. like, and certainly having an academic understanding can help you get there, right? Like there are different yeah. proofs and different things and, and all of that. But mm-hmm. I would agree with you. At some point, everything in your head has to connect with your heart and you you have to believe in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And, and no amount of... We can have all the proofs and, and all of that that you want, and you can, you know, maybe empirically say, you know, we have these evidences and so and so and so and so and so, but you've got to take that step of faith. You know what I mean? And oh, exactly. Um, now, this this kind of First Peter three fifteen is where our, you know. Uh, kind of the theme of our podcast, but, but listen to this. It says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks to, uh, sorry, to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And, and then it says this, but do this with gentleness and respect. And I think that's key. Uh, even if you don't have the right answer, even if you're, you know, uh, I, um, one of my teens, he's not a teenager anymore. He's an adult now. Oh, that happened fast. But, <laughs> but he, he made a comment. He, gave, he just gave a report, uh, an annual report to the church. He's a locally licensed minister. And he, and he said that he's not always, he, how did he word it? He doesn't always have the answers, but he is more, he's more than happy to be an answer finder kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So don't be scared of the questions that come up if you don't have an answer right away, but be willing to, to go and try to find the answer or talk to someone, you know, search it out, help people that are asking. Um, but do it with gentleness and respect. Uh, Lucas, you said it. I don't know that anyone's been argued into the kingdom mm-hmm. and, uh, and all of that. So, Lucas, shall we move on, my friend? Let us. Let us. Hey, Lucas, do we talk to dogs like babies or babies like dogs? This, of course, comes from Yahoo. <laughs> That's right. In case you were wondering, <laughs> um, that it's funny because I never thought about it that way. But we definitely, definitely talk to dogs and babies the same. Well, some. I've I was gonna say I hear people yell at their dogs, but I hear people yell at their kids too. So I, I guess. Do you hear them yell at their babies? Well, maybe not babies. What's wrong but, with you? <laughs> but I guess we're talking about the like baby talk, right? Yeah, like 
I don't even want to do it. Who wants a cookie? Who wants a cookie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're a good kid. Kid. (laughs) Child. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want your soother? Oh, here's your soother. Okay. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like the to be like just to break it down. I feel like babies come first because we've always had babies. We haven't always had dogs, right? They were wolves at one point. Um, and then basically you're like, okay, well we've got these dog things that we've kind of domesticated. Okay, well you know they're pretty smart, but they're still dumb in the long scan scheme of things. What else is like that? Oh, babies. Babies are smart in some ways, but dumb in most. So I'll talk to them like a baby. Hold on, I'm I'm calling you out on something that you just said in What's with that? with gentleness and lucas Good. i respect i respect you i feel the respect uh, 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 uh. <sighs> okay 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 this makes fantastic audio yeah it does uh Gen- <laughs> thank you genesis 1 yes verse 24 and god said let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping thing, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and the livestock according to their kinds, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make man. So. In your preamble. the order of appearance. In the your order preamble. Of you yeah. put you put people before animals. Would you like to just, retract anything, old boy? Uh, no, but I will clarify. I'm happy to clarify. Please. Um, what I meant to say, or sorry, what I meant for you to hear was... <laughs> Wait, that's my fault. <laughs> that was super slick. I am so sorry you misheard me, Brad. No, uh, but yes, I understand what you're saying. Um, no, basically what I'm saying is, you know, as long as humans have been around, we've always had babies, but we haven't always had dogs. Ah, right? I see. Yeah there, yeah, there you go. But yes, you are you are correct. Dogs beat us here, beat us to the punch. Well, and I mean, I completely agree with you in what you're saying, because I have to assume that Adam wasn't talking to a dog like that <laughs> before they had, you know, uh, Cain and Abel and, and, and all that. The other one. Uh, so, so you... I got totally lost in all that. What are you saying? You saying babies came first, so we started talking to babies. Yeah, so like we talked to dogs, like we talked to babies. You talked to dogs, talk to like we like talked to babies. Yeah. For right or wrong, when we had kids, I made a decision not to talk to my kids like that, mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted them. In my head, I thought I I want them to understand normal English. I want them to. To, right. to, to hear my words like normal. I'm going to talk to them like normal. I mean, certainly I got down on their level and didn't, you know what I'm saying? But I never got right. into that whole baby talk like, oh, Harmony, let's change the diaper. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that yeah. never happened. Um, but I have a cat right now. <laughs> cat's, name is, cat's, yeah, cat's name is Zoe. Cat Stevens? Sorry, go ahead. Oh! <laughs> I'm putting paperwork in for a name change for the cat. <laughs> anyway, uh, there'll be there'll be times when I'll come home and the cat will be laying there looking at me and I'm like, oh, hey, Zoe. My, my voice, and my voice will crack like it just did. Oh, hey, Zoe. What are you doing? Get out of my bed. But I never <laughs> talk to my kids like that. So I then, okay, so how would I answer this? Do I talk like So you... Well, you don't talk to babies like that at all. No, so I just talk to animals like an idiot. <laughs> Fair enough. R- right? Because I have zero reason to think that they actually understand. 
Well, you know, I know for sure for dogs, I don't think cats care what you're saying. For dogs, it's all about the intonation with which you speak, right? Hmm. Do they know what you're, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. No. Another, another, another good cat name, by the way, that you would probably enjoy, Galway. Galway the cat. Hold on. It's going to make for terrible podcast audio while my wheels spin and I try to remember <laughs> where that's from. Galway. A cat wearing footy, footy pajamas. Galway the cat. Wearing footy pajamas. Well, welcome back, listeners. I had to take a fair amount of time to figure out where Galway the cat came from, but it did, in fact, come from the Vinyl Cafe, Stuart McLean. Uh, check it out. Not a sponsor, but hilarious uh, audio. Very much uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't talk to babies like this. I don't know why we do. I don't know what the science is on it, but I believe it to be fake news anyway. So... How, what's your take? And then let's get out of here. Uh, the baby talk. Yeah, I didn't really do that much either. I talked to my kids like an adult, and Gideon has quite the rich lexicon. So, I mean, that helps. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so we would say don't talk to babies and don't talk to dogs would be the official stance mm-hmm. of the Actor Holy Just Club. give them a, a, a respectful nod. A respectful nod and a heel and of bread. And a heel Lucas- of bread. I'm looking for a YouTube channel recommendation. Do you watch the YouTubes? Uh, I don't watch. Well, sorry. I do watch some, but I'm not like crazy into fall. I have a few people I follow, but not a ton. Uh, so my recommendation would be f- checking out Fairton Christian Academy. That's the uh, Facebook channel that I run and provide all the content for. Uh, there's some great Ooh. stuff. We have our student news. We have uh, various updates on the kids. But if this you're is, just looking for a entertaining. This yes. is called an explain a brag. Sorry, what? This is what you just did is called an explain a brag. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I actually one one that like actual people that don't live in Fredericton might be interested in looking at would be uh, it's called Screen Junkies and they make all the honest trailers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you tell me nobody in Fredericton watches this? Only people outside of Fredericton have access to honest trailers? Is that how you said that? <laughs> no, what I, what I meant to say is like most people don't actually care, would not care about the FCA Facebook or sorry, YouTube channel um, for obvious reasons. But Honest Trailers is quite funny. Ladies and gentlemen, you head over to that Fredericton Christian Academy YouTube channel right now and you just toss down a subscribe and a like, and a, like subscribe and share, like subscribe and share and hit that notification bell. Become part of the notification squad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how all videos end these days. Uh, mine, Lucas, uh, would be something called GMM or Good Mythical Morning. And uh, it's this like internet show with these two guys, Rhett and Link. And they do all kinds of different, um, they'll do interviews with celebrities that, that they'll bring on. They do games and they do these things called Willits where they, you know, like Willet Taco and they try all these dumb ingredients. <laughs> uh, they would be interested, it'd be interesting to ask them your hypothetical from earlier to see what they would choose because they've eaten just uh. about everything out there. But I, I've seen I've seen them get dunked in an entire thing of Cool Ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was something that uh, Mandy, my wife, and I stumbled onto, and it became a routine for quite a while. That we would this was just what we did because they put out content uh, every day except Sunday, I think. Uh, so we would we would watch them pretty re- on the regular. But uh, now it's just me, <laughs> just me. Mandy likes her Heartland, not a sponsor. Watching <laughs> watching that intro with the horse bite the other horse. I was going to say, the only thing that's good for is watching the horse bite the other horse in the intro. Yep. All right, Lucas, lead us out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if you uh, enjoyed this show, don't forget you can follow us uh, in many ways. 
You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Oxford Holy Club. Or, of course, you can email us if you have questions at OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. So if we're being heretical, uh, let us know. Uh, if we're if you're on social media, don't forget to use the hashtag OHClub. Uh, and, of course, it means a lot to us if you can give us a five-star rating on iTunes um, because it helps people see this show. If you think the show is funny, one, tell people about it. But, two, uh, give us a rating, uh, hopefully a good one. And if you do, we'll read it on air. Absolutely. Lucas, I want you to know how much I appreciate you doing that portion uh, because you'll hear tomorrow when the episode comes out, I had to take like three passes at that because it's been so long since I've said it. When I had, we had a special guest last week and when he was on the air with, I say on the air, but when we were recording together, I just kept going and tried to end the podcast and go through all this. And I stumbled hardcore through it. So I stopped everything and I said, I'll just do it in post. Goodbye type thing. We're done here. We're done here. And and then we said our goodbyes. And then I went, I went back and tried to re-record it three times of stumbling through. And, and in the end, in the end, I still didn't have a perfect one. I just left it. I left it and addressed it. Just keep well. one of mine and just paste it in whenever you need it. That's a great idea. Well, listeners, thank you for taking the time to be with us. And Lucas, thanks for taking uh, your evening to spend it here with the OH Club and myself. And listeners, you know the drill. If you do want to support the podcast in a financial way, you can just click the link that's in the description of the episode and do that till your heart's content. But more importantly, until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. fun.